Blog Talk Radio. And good evening. My name is Ryan Miner. You are listening to a minor detail on the Change Montgomery County Radio Network, and that is changemoco.org. You can find us on the web. Uh, you can also find us on social media at Change Montgomery County. We're a nonprofit, nonpartisan uh, 501c4, and we are focused on four issues uh, that have relevance to the community, jobs, transportation, infrastructure, and we talk about community-related issues. And one of those issues tonight we're going to talk about is the new executive board, which are the Maryland Young Republicans. The Maryland Young Republicans uh, are a group uh, in Maryland that are a branch off of the Young National, uh, Young Republican National Federation, and it's the oldest political youth organization in the United States. So basically young people between the ages of 18 to 40, I guess if you're older than 40, you're considered no longer a young Republican, maybe a, uh advanced Republican or a middle-aged Republican, but I know that 40 is now the new 30. But the young Republicans, they recently changed leadership. And tonight I'm going to have the executive board on the show, and we're going to talk about their goals, their priorities. We're going to talk about what they hope to accomplish, some of the new chapters that they're establishing. And we're also going to talk about we're going to talk about some of the issues that have plagued uh, the transition. And it's not been exactly a smooth transition between the old leadership and the new leadership. And look, I, I want to say that I'm not taking any sides, or I'm not going to be, uh, I, I'm not going to be supporting anyone in particular in this debate. But I'm just going to facilitate a conversation tonight. Um, we're going to have on the show Kristen Long, who is the vice chair, Nicole Wall, who is a national committee woman for the Young Republicans. We're going to talk to Eric Beasley, who is the treasurer, and hopefully we'll talk to Brandon Cooper, who is the communications chairman. And all these people have been actively involved in Republican politics, and they took it up to the next level. And they are working to build an organization, a grassroots, to involve young Republicans um, like myself. And, and and I also want to mention as we start this show that I plan to do the exact same show with the Maryland Young Democrats. And I'm going to invite them on the show, and we're going to talk about – their organization and their structure. So in the balance of fairness, we'll have them on and uh, we'll we'll be talking with them. Hopefully they agree to do the show. And so again, we're going to talk about the change of leadership, the organization's goals moving forward. And like I said, there has been some unusual uh, drama that has enveloped the organization as the new leadership took to office between former chairman Brian Griffiths and the new current chairman uh, Corey Boone. And uh, we'll unwind some of that and unspool that and try to understand how we can come to a consensus and perhaps move forward for the betterment of the, the Maryland Young Republicans. Um, and part of the website, it reads that the state organization, it exists to unite local and county chapters, provide grassroots support for Republican candidates and issues, and attract more young people to the Republican Party. Through growth, outreach, training, and mobilization, 
we have the opportunity to make positive changes to our local communities and an entire state. In addition to uh, the Young Republicans' political activities, the Maryland Young Republicans, it's also a great organization for interaction among membership and whether for professional networking or lifelong friendships, the MDYRs provide a unique opportunity for individuals across the state of Maryland. So the the new chairman, Corey Boone, and the secretary of the organization is Rachel Gingrich. Uh, Tommy Rodriguez, who is a brand-new Republican elected official in Montgomery County, represents the organization as a national committee man. Dan McHugh is the policy chair, and Brian Griffiths is the immediate past president, Kristen Long, as I said earlier, vice chairman Eric Beasley is treasurer, Nicole Wall, national committee woman, and uh, Brandon Cooper is the chair. So that's the executive leadership, and hopefully they all will be joining me uh, momentarily. Um, I'm going to patch my I'm, – I'm getting calls um, now, so I'm going to patch in my callers. So if you guys can hear me now, can you please announce yourself? Hey, sir. Hey. <laughs> Eric, is this Kristen? Yes, it's Kristen. Kristen, hey, Kristen and Eric, thanks for joining us. And I'm assuming that Brandon Cooper as well as uh, Nicole will be joining us soon too. Is that correct? It should be, yes. Okay, all right. So now that I have you guys here, uh, I talked a little bit about the organization. And I think Brandon and Nicole here are coming in. So let me go ahead and patch them in. Brandon and Nicole, is that both of you? Hey, is this hey, how are you doing, Ryan? How are you doing, Ryan? Hey, Brand. How are you? And Nicole, is that you? <laughs> I I hate to have radio silence, but Nicole, is that you? The six two eight number. Okay. Hello. Yes, Nicole, is that you? Yes. Okay. All right. So now we have the entire. Leadership. It's hard sometimes with, uh, you know, several people on the uh, on the line here. But um, okay, so let's start out. Kristen Long, you are the vice chair, and let's talk about why you guys decided to run in the first place. And please, as I facilitate this conversation, Kristen, Nicole, Eric, and Brandon, please incorporate yourself into the conversation and go. So, but I want to start with you, Kristen, because you're on the ticket with Corey Boone, who is the chairman. Um, so what inspired you guys to run? What, inspi- what inspired you guys to slate up? And tell us how that has been going thus far. Um, I decided to slate up with Corey because I trust him, and I feel like we all have the same goal that we want to grow the YRs. I mean, if you look at it now, we've grown – we're starting a lot more chapter local chapters, and – that's the thing. We need the local chapters to help the local guys out, and to help the local guys out, you need to help the bigger guys out. So, I call it a I call it a stepping a step up effect or or a stair effect, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. um, that's what I want to do. I want to grow the YRs. I feel like we're the next generation. We're the next voice. We're your next, you know, governor or president or you know, you name it. We're going to be the next person in line. So <laughs> why not start here? Yeah, you guys are very active thus far. Uh, and, Nicole, you are a national committee committee woman with the, the Maryland Young Republicans. Uh, can you explain what that position entails? Yeah, absolutely, Ryan. Um, so pretty much the national committee woman, along with my um, male colleague, the national committee man, um, we kind of serve as 
per se the grassroots um, and actual political activism, um, I guess supervisory roles uh, for the state party. So a big part of mine and Tommy Rodriguez's job is going to be to organize events such as Super Saturday, phone banks, pretty much utilize the grassroots resources that YRs have the capabilities um, of providing. So um, as you see at the MDGOP level with Nicoli, um, we're going to pretty much be modeling um, the progress and the strides and everything that she has done on that level, but with the young Republicans. Excellent. Uh, Eric Beasley, you're the treasurer, and later in the show we'll get to you your financial audit, which I think that is a an important uh, piece that we have to discuss uh, to put this conversation into context. But Eric, you, you ran on the slate uh, alongside uh, your colleagues who are on the show now. Um, can you tell us, um, aside from the obvious job of what a treasurer does for any organization, uh, could you talk to us uh, about what it means for the organization, what your exact role will be doing? Uh, well, essentially, I mean, obviously the treasurer handles all the money, the bank accounts, I guess the, uh, you know, the, the thick-rimmed glass guy in the background. Um, but besides that as well, um, you know, I also have to look at uh, fundraising. I have to look at manpower. Um, you know, it's not just about like dollars and cents. You know, I need to I, I need to have a nice good uh, feel on which local chapters are active, how many people are active. You know, if if we have an event in Salisbury, how many people can I get from Hagerstown out there? Um, so a lot of a lot of what I'm going to be doing is essentially that, uh, um, you know, the the chess game, uh, shifting resources around and putting them where they're going to be the most effective. Absolutely. Brandon Cooper, the indefatigable Brandon Cooper, who is Mr. Republican of Maryland everywhere, uh, involved with Smudge and does a does a, a lot for the party. Um, I, I've, I've had an opportunity to work with Brandon, and he's a, he's, a, he's a great guy. In fact, I've had an opportunity to, to know all of you, but I, I know Brandon's worth ethic very well. So, Brandon, you are the communications chairman of the MDYRs. What does what your position entail? Uh, thanks, thanks, Ryan. First off, very, very kind words. Um, I enjoy working with you as well. But um, my job is really, I guess, is communication. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's really about engagement and, and getting the internal engagement within the YR network, but also with the public and, and the youth at, uh, at large in Maryland. And so we do a lot, obviously, with the flyers and the website that we actually launched or are launching tomorrow. Um, and a lot of this is communication, but engagement, I think, and about moving the message. Uh, sometimes, like I think Nicole was saying earlier, our generation uh, is not having that voice, and I guess we're there to give that voice to our generation here in politics and have influence here in Maryland. So we help yeah. communicate that. Yeah, and there's nobody who works harder than Maryland Young Republicans, especially on grassroots efforts. Uh, I, I've seen many of you individually work for campaigns or for your individual, uh, let's just say, central committees or within your own counties. Kristen, your your dad is a is a delegate. I've seen you working with uh, uh, the, the Craig campaign. Uh, Brandon, uh, you, you also work with the Bongino campaign and have done so much in Prince George's County. Um, Eric, you are definitely uh, one of the superstars in the Bongino campaign. And uh, Nicole, you'll have to forgive me. I'm, I'm not familiar with with your work, but I'm I'm also assuming uh, that you have done an extensive amount of groundwork as well in the Young Republican. Yeah. Go ahead, um, 
Oh, sorry, Ryan. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I've done some work with the Montgomery County Young Republican, um, Dan McHugh, who is unable to be on the call tonight, but is also on our executive board, pretty much ran um, several of our local candidates' campaigns out of his living room. Um, we did some work with Jim Shalek. We did a little bit of work with Frank Howard, um, among others. And outside, I'm pretty new to Maryland myself. Outside Maryland, I have some pretty extensive grassroots work back in California for some of our congressional candidates out there. So you're, you, yeah, Nicole. So you are familiar with uh, tumultuous territory for Republicans because California is. Uh, it can be a tough atmosphere for Republicans to exist and to, uh, I guess, coexist among the Democrats out that way. Oh, absolutely. It's um, completely different scenery, but a very similar, in a lot of regards, political landscape out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kristen Long, could you walk us through the process when you first started thinking about? forming the slate uh, for a new Maryland Republicans, uh, what your thought process was, what what your logic was for forming up, and um, what was the camp – I guess I, I, there wasn't much of a campaign process, but you did get out and introduce yourself and let people know that you all were running. So what was the process um, before you had the convention um, in Annapolis? And that was uh, – was that last month, early June, like June 10th, I believe? It was June 6th. June 6th, Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, could you just walk us through the process? Um, we basically we met via chat on video Google Hangouts, and we went out to different central committees, different YR events, and we put our name out there, and we basically told everybody, like, look, change is coming in the YRs, and this is your new slate. Um, I teamed up with Corey because um, – I had a friend who knew I wanted to get involved, and he said, well, look, Corey's putting this slate together, and he needs um, someone on the team. He needs a couple more people to fill the slots. And then Corey and I started talking, and then I realized he's a better he, – let him be the chairman. I'll be the vice chairman because I trust him. He trusts me, and mm-hmm. that's how we will go back and forth. But that's what we, our main thing was we were doing. We were going around and visiting different central committees and visiting different YR events and talking to a bunch of different delegates and getting the word out the word out that's great and i know that each of you are from different parts of the state and Kristen, you're from you're from Maga- or, uh, baltimore county the dundalk area is that correct that is correct i'm from dundalk <laughs> okay good old dundalk and uh, i should mention that your dad was recently elected last year in the the sweeping republican district along with uh Delegate Rick Metzger and uh, Robin Grammer and Johnny Salings and wow, what a what a remarkable sweep of uh, Republicanism just right outside of Baltimore. And uh, your dad's doing a great job. And uh, I know Josh Wolf is working with your dad, uh, who was also a young Republican. He's doing a great job as well. Um, Nicole, you're from Montgomery County, where where we are, of course. Uh, Eric, you're from good old Bun- Brunswick and Frederick County. And uh, Brandon, you're over in PG County. And it's great to have such a mixture. Sorry, uh, Prince Republican. George's County. I got to correct that. Prince George's County. Okay, <laughs> Prince George's County. Let me. I, I want to make sure that I'm correct in my syntax. Um, PG. So Prince George's County. Uh, it's great that we have a mixture of counties, be, and especially from Montgomery and Prince George's and Baltimore, places that really matter in votes. Where we went out, and uh, a lot of the young Republicans went out and worked hard for Governor Hogan and helped get him elected. So. Part of the organization is defining the platform. And Eric, do you want to talk a little bit about the Young Republicans' uh, new platform and building from the previous administration to now? So 
Uh, yeah, definitely. So our the number one, you mentioned it already, was we wanted to find a group of people who were active and all around the state. You know, we wanted to make sure that we could have you know, a, a member of the executive board local to most of the population centers in the state. You know, so for me, an example, living in Brunswick, um, Western Maryland is my baby, and I'm going to be building that up. Um, so we wanted to make get a platform of, of essentially mentorship. You know, um, the, the best way that I have to put this is when there's two types of leaders. There's leaders that essentially they, they make a situation where they're they, – they are irreplaceable. And the idea was is that we wanted to bring a, an atmosphere of mentorship. You know, my goal in the next two years is to make sure that somebody else takes my job in 2017. I want to make sure that there's somebody, that there's a young Republican out there who probably isn't even a member yet who says, I want to take this on and that I can pass the reins off to and I can have full confidence in the organization. Um, that's the biggest change that we've had in our attitude is that we want – we want to be voted out of our jobs in two years because somebody else that's that's more active and and just more eager to go after it wants to take our place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you also work with the the Maryland College Republicans. Is that correct? Oh no, I'm I'm way past college, right? <laughs> I'm a little well, old no, for I that. mean <laughs> I don't mean you, but the organization. It does it does it correspond with the Maryland College Republicans? Does it work out events, and or is that just a completely separate entity in and of itself? Well, um, the College Republicans is a separate uh, chartered entity. There's no like crossover, I guess, in the chain of command, if you will. Um, now, I, it, now that you mention it, one of the things that we do want to do with College Republicans is so. People go to college, they get active in politics, then they graduate college, they come back home, and then they disappear for 20 years until they start having to pay taxes and they realize that they need to make a change. So one of, the, one of, our, one of our goals is going to be reaching out to those people that are just getting out of college, those 22 to 25-year-olds, and, and bring them into the Young Republicans and keep them active. You know, the college Republicans in Maryland are stellar. I think there's six or seven chapters They've been all over the place, you know, uh, like the American sniper controversy down at uh, University of Maryland. You know, they're they're active and they're out there, and we want to get that same energy. We want to we want to take that energy when they graduate. Yeah, I agree. And and I add to that. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh yeah, I was going to add to that. Um, exactly what Eric's saying. We do want to cooperate and add to that, and we do actually. Um, we're all separate entities, our organizations, but we do partner with a lot of organizations: the College Republican, um, Christine, the president over there. NBGLP, we do things with them. Um, we've been visiting a lot of central committees across the state. Um, so this is really, you know, talking about what our vision is as a new board, really engaging with Republicans and all, you know, active, not just young Republicans, but collectively across the world, uh, across Maryland. Is yeah, have part you, of what our mission is. Has the uh, Maryland Young Republicans, uh, the new organization, have you guys met with uh, the chairman of the Maryland Republican Party and the executive leadership, uh, Diana Waterman, and the, the executive board to, to t discuss your priorities and talk about a plan how you can work together? Yeah, is Corey on? I think he probably more than anyone. Yeah, is Corey on one? Okay. No, Corey's not. He's he's actually with the Harford um, County Young Republicans tonight. So. Well, that's great, um, though. That's good. That's so good. Chris, so Kristen probably yeah, but, that best. Um, yeah, I'll answer it. Um, but he has, we are all in talk with Diana and Joe and everyone. And actually, I saw Nicolee on Saturday here at my house for a cookout, and I expressed what I 
was my future for the YRs, and she said that's the same thing Corey said. And Corey and I both sat down with her on Friday at um, another cookout, and we were talking to her. So we've been very vocal about how we want to go about growing the YRs and what our next steps, what our next steps are. So we had, like I said, we've been very vocal to them, and they understand where we're going. So the YRs and this question, Nicole, the YRs in Maryland um, could the organization structure allows for the YRs to establish chapters, uh, work around the state, uh, involve people into the process. But I guess the biggest question that people have. Um, as it relates to this organization, is okay. What do you guys do? Go ahead, Nicole. Um, thanks, Ryan. Um, <laughs> as far as what we do, um, to start out with, Maryland YRs. We are the officially chartered affiliate of the National Young Republican Organization. So from there, um, it's kind of a trickle down. We. Um, as an executive board, get a voice in that national organization. So we get to provide representation to Maryland YRs on the national level. Um, along with that, we are also planning on going into the next election cycle, providing training, providing insight um, to our local and county chapters about how they can best utilize their assets, how they can best um, help out on campaigns, how they can best attack grassroots um, strategy, how to reach out to candidates, Pretty much, I believe our entire executive board has some level of campaign experience, whether it be a high-level volunteer or an actual campaign staffer, and that is probably one of our biggest advantages um, in working with our state, or um, that's one of the biggest advantages to working with our state board, is we have um, training and know-how and can pass that on and hope to pass it on um, to local chapters, because honestly, you know, local politics better than people who actually live there. That's right. And who's more excited about local politics in Maryland than young folks like us who like to get involved with campaigns, like to lend a hand? And uh, I know that from my personal experience, I, I've i I've worked on um, uh, many different campaigns. And, I mean, I'm I'm sort of an uh, indomitable kind of guy. I, I like to get out and knock on a lot of doors. I get up early and wave signs. Um, I like to do the fundraising. I like to get out and meet a lot of people, the parades. Um, so I, I see this new organization that is formed, the executive board, uh, doing all of those things and capitalizing on the the big win that we just had in Maryland by electing a Republican governor. Moving into 2016, I see the organization uh, getting involved with uh, – I don't want to say a certain candidate, but I'm sure that whomever the party decides as its nominee, uh, the the Maryland Young Republicans will ultimately get behind and help uh, work for, as well as our congressional candidates and our United States Senate candidate, who whomever that might be. Some some candidates more begrudgingly than others. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, Eric. Um, and I, I won't mention those candidates' names, but I am totally with you. Um, so uh, part of the reason why I wanted to to, to, uh, to do this show tonight, and we, we, we really did a great job at uh, uh, arranging this at the, at the last minute, but uh, it, it's necessary that I think we do this show because I want to open up the floor and talk about some of the, the issues uh, that have occurred 
between the previous administration and the current administration and unwind some of this drama that's been happening, not necessarily to expound upon it or open up, uh, put salt into a wound, but nonetheless, I think we should discuss it so people understand what is happening, why it's happening, and potentially what we can do to fix it. And I want to say that I invited Brian Griffiths on the show, um, who is the immediate past president, um, and I, I I will read you verbatim the, the text message, and I, I, I don't think that Brian would have any issue with me reading this, but I said uh, I said this, this afternoon, I said, hey, Brian, I'm doing a show tonight with the YR's new leadership. I want to be totally fair and give everybody an opportunity to talk about the organization and talk about what's been happening since the change in leadership. If you want to come on the show, I would be glad to have your perspective. Maybe we could come to a consensus and figure out some of the issues. And Brian responded at 3.35 this afternoon, and he said, thanks, but I'll pass. We would be happy to have everybody on the, the Red Maryland Radio Network next Thursday to clear the air with Greg as facilitator, to which I responded, um, and this is just me, Ryan Miner, speaking, and nobody else. I said, I don't think that you're going to get the MDYR leadership on with Greg. They find him suspect, not saying that I do, but I highly doubt that they will go on with Greg. Brian says the offer stands. I asked him, if should I pass along that along, or did Greg already uh, extend the invite? He said I can pass it along, and... Greg's offer is to moderate for me and Corey. That's it. So uh, apparently, Greg, uh, who is uh, uh, a a show host on the Red Maryland Radio Network, would like to moderate some type of uh, uh, yeah, maybe like a coup d'état there with uh, Corey and Brian. So wh- I, 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 you're, I'm sure you're hearing about this just now. So were you invited yet by uh, by Greg? to come on to a show? Um, I haven't received an invite. Um, you know, as, as we mentioned, Corey's out with the Hartford YR, so if he got an invite, you know, I can't uh, I can't read his email for him. Okay, so let's start with, with what happened. So you guys sort of had a, uh, um, I guess the right word is contentious relationship um, with the previous administration. Eric, <laughs> I know you, you've been vocal, and I know that other members have expressed some frustrations uh, between the two, and my point of this this the show tonight is maybe we could solve some of those issues. Um, I'm hopeful, but I think we should talk about it so we understand it. Um, and what sparked this idea behind putting this show on now as compared to maybe another time was the email or the uh, the the blog piece that Brian Griffiths sent out on uh, late Sunday evening that I read um, and uh, was. Uh, sort of surprised and taken aback by some of the language, and he titled it Little Dictators. And Eric, I'll give you the floor, and we can move around in a roundabout way, but I'll give you the floor to talk about some of the the drama and, uh, I guess, the tennis ball, the tennis match between you two. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, it's a little bit like a Survivor and Big Brother hybrid at this point. I mean, essentially, the um, since we came into office, we have been focused on growing chapters. Um, our focus, our only priority is we want the Young Republicans to be a respected organization in Maryland. We want candidates to know that when they call Corey Boone up and they say, hey, I'm door knocking this weekend, can you send some people out? I want 30 Young Republicans to show up and help that candidate out. 
that that is our goal. That has been our goal for the last month. You know, we started planning um, essentially our activities post-election months ago. We started, it was probably like March that we started saying, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is our timeline. Um, we had meetings together. We probably had four or five meetings together before the, the um, convention even happened. Um, our focus and our goal is to do that, and, and that's it. And along with that, we also kind of needed to know where exactly we were at. Um, in, I, I'm, I'm sure that this is a question that's, that's eating away at you, Ryan. Um, if you, if you actually go back and look, um, I one of the, I had been uh, approached by a former um, a former YR who had some serious concerns about the uh, the financial situation within the MDYRs. This was this was about a year ago, and as part of our slate, as part of the, the competence slate that we ran, um, one of the things that I promised was that I'd be doing an audit on the on the YRs to figure out where we are. I mean, that's, that's standard practice. When somebody, you know, when, when you pass off property to somebody else, you do an inventory. And so um, basically the second that I had access to the bank accounts, um, I started with that inventory and um, I worked on it over the July 4th weekend and was able to put the results out uh, yesterday. Right. I, I read that. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Kristen, I want to go to you. Uh, there's been some uh, there's been some back and forth between the current administration and the previous administration. Um, did you want to give a genesis of that uh, dispute? Um, sure. Um, my main thing is I've I've always been nice to Brian. I don't have a problem with Brian. It's just I don't like the back and forth. Um, I'm not a drama person. And right now we should all be focused on growing the organization instead of him bashing us and us bashing him and going back and forth. Yeah. Because I think it's just a waste of time, and I think we have better – we can use our time wisely if we just keep going forward instead of 10 steps back all the time. Have, have, has the, the new young Republican leadership, have you received feedback from the any of the, 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 the state delegates or elected officials – um, to discuss the, in relationship to your, the priorities that the organization is pushing forward, have you received compliments or have you received criticism from people? What what's the backstory there, and uh, what's the feedback? Anybody can answer. I guess I can re- receive guidance. I wouldn't say it was you know, and it was not just about this issue, but it's overall. Um, as I mentioned before, we're partnering a lot with the MDGOP, um, Diana Waterman. Um, with, Personally, you'll talk to about not this issue again, but just in general, is for guidance, David Warren and stuff. So I just think I want to echo the concerns of people at least on the phone. You know, we're we're really focused on growing the party in Maryland, uh, right. especially in the youth organization, and that's what we've been doing for this time going forward. Yeah. Um, so for people who are now just joining the show or listening in, um, my name is Ryan Miner. You're listening to my show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, it's a minor detail, um, and the the call-in number for the show is area code 646-716-5971. You're on the Change Montgomery County Radio Network. And, uh, guys, we have a caller uh, calling in, so I'm going to patch this person in. And I, I opened up the show and the forum to for people to share their feelings um, about uh, the, the new leadership or anything that's on their mind about the Maryland Young Republicans. So I'm going to patch in our next caller. Caller, can you announce yourself? 
This is uh, Jason, the Dark Tech Observer. Okay, Jason from the Dark Tech Observer, a fellow blogger in the state of Maryland. Um, Jason, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I've reported somewhat substantially on this whole fiasco, and the core of it is, in my opinion, is very, very simple. Um, the new leadership is making moves that are immediately apparent and successful. They're starting new chapters. They're bringing people into the organization. And Brian's mantra for the past few years has been no one is interested, no one cares, no one's willing to help out, no one's willing to show up. And then as soon as he's replaced, there's, what, nine new chapters, dozens of new members within the first month of this whole thing starting. And his, there's no one cares, no one's participating, no one's looks a lot, is looking more and more hollow and empty as as time goes on and this leadership is successful. So I, my presumption here is that he's working to return the YRs to the level in which he ran it, where no one cared. Everyone said, oh, no, we can't go to the empty YRs. They will kill this event. They will get in the way. Um, Griffiths will show up and brand it Red Maryland and we'll lose all credibility because they'll think it's a Red Maryland event and you know we'll we'll put it out there and get 100 people to notice and they'll put it out there and uh, 200 people will notice and those 200 people will say it's Red Maryland I'm not going. Well, um Swart, I I want to stop you there. Okay. I just want to stop you there. I don't we're not going to make this a bash Brian fest, and I know you're not, Jason. I know you're just leveling criticisms uh, from your personal experience. But I, uh, uh, like I said, I don't have Brian on the show. He's not here to defend himself, and I think that would be only fair for me to. Um, I, I did invite him; he declined. Uh, nonetheless, let's yeah. go back. I, I, most of I you, just make a, go ahead, go ahead, Jason. Yeah, I just wanted to make a counterpoint to that. You will not get Brian on the show. I mean, what what you you told us all what his offer his counteroffer was. Um, we'll go on my uh, as as a counteroffer. I will take the MDYR chair by himself on my show with my friend and co-anchor and co-founder and co-host and collaborator moderating, and we will have a discussion there. But I won't go on your show on neutral territory where I might have to answer for some things. So I don't think it's unfair to go after Brian on the gr- on the grounds that you know he's not here because he was offered the opportunity and declined to show up i mean that's just the the way i see it is if if you decline to show up for the game you forfeit the game's not canceled you, you the, the young republicans held a uh, a convention back in um J- june early june in annapolis yep so uh, Eric and Kristen and, and, and Nicole and Brandon and anybody else, I did not attend, um, but I had heard about that. Could you walk us through – Eric, let me start with you. Could you walk us through uh, that convention, what took place, and what was the what was the demeanor, what was the, the attitude? Was there excitement or was there hostility? And uh, could you just run us through the, the general sentiment of that convention? Uh, well, honestly, I think uh, Jason summed it up very nicely in his uh, in his blog. Um, it was I, I like how he described the room as a closet. Um, 
besides, besides our slate, there was pro- I mean, there's probably about 20, 25 people. There was people standing in the hallway. Um, apparently only seven people were able to vote. Um, it was very quick. It, it, the, the way that I felt was that it was, it was like, uh, it was like going to your grandma's house when you're like five years old, like you don't really want to go, but you're just kind of there because you have to do it. You have to be nice. You have to kiss your grandma. Like that was the kind of attitude that I felt. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I can relate to that. Um, except it was great grandma's house for me and their house was stuffy <laughs> and it was very stuffy. Um, so yes, yes, it was. Uh, so you, so you, you had a change of leadership uh, Corey was there, of course, and Corey Boone, who is uh, the new chairman, is unfortunately cannot be with us because he is uh, executing his diligence and uh, performing his duties as the chair um, out in Harford County tonight. And, Nicole, I want to ask you specifically, you were there. Uh, what was the atmosphere? What, what, what was, the, uh, was the temperature in the room heated or was it, uh, you know <laughs> – what was this? I understand there was a speech made. Could you could could someone elaborate about that? Yeah, um, I can go off on that a little bit. So as Eric kind of got my general feel um, for the convention, um, it was in a very very tight, very enclosed room. Um, it was very stuffy, but aside from that discomfort. It, it just kind of the overall tone felt really cold. It felt very pomp and circumstance, um, more like this is a ritual. Um, mm-hmm. It seemed like there wasn't too much thought um, or planning put into it. We didn't have any kind of speaker. It was very quick passing, um, very down to the bone, go by the rules. Um, kind of proceedings, Brian did give a uh, farewell speech, um, which was actually probably the longest part of all of the proceedings at the convention. Um, and it was it was kind of a warning tone um, on some new leadership. He did mention that he was, um, I don't want to misquote it, so I'm actually going to abstain from saying what I was just going to say. Um sure. He did mention that he was going to, um, although he wasn't chairman anymore, that he was going to remain a member of the YR board, and that was kind of his final closing remarks and how he left it. So I guess overall, um, the entire kind of tone and feeling of the convention was just cold, removed. Um, It wasn't like there was any real heart or passion behind it. It was held because it had to be held. Well, I understand. I mean, like I said, I wasn't there, but I'm only taking this from – your account. So, um, okay. So, there's a question I think that e- it, it, that's on the minds of Maryland Republicans. Um, a lot of the uh, the back and forth um, between Brian or Red Maryland and between the new leadership has unfolded on social media, and a lot of people are just wondering, okay, why can't these two just get along? These two sides. What's the problem? Can we just move forward? And I'm sort of in that camp. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I I don't. I I understand that there is some uh passion on both sides but I would like to see a um a reconciliation of some sorts um because I think that it's important that um you, you could you know Brian has a lot of experience uh too and in fairness to him he he does he's been working at this but I would like to see Brian also share his experience with the new young Republicans in a way that um would be helpful 
Um, and I read a piece on, it was July the 5th, uh, entitled Little Dictators. And I just want to read you the opening paragraph, um, for the record, on the show. And then we can talk a little bit about that. Um, so Brian wrote, it's been a rough month for the new Maryland Young Republicans leadership. A heavy hype fundraiser had zero attendees. They've already blown through more than half of their cash on hand in prepping the fundraiser and for paying for people to attend the 2015 YRNF convention in Chicago. And their own widespread communication introducing the new leadership got a lot of laughs and some anger from people around the state and around the country. In fact, the only success so far has been the introduction of a poorly designed new logo. But despite those failures, my successor as Maryland Young Republicans chairman is trying to consolidate a stranglehold on the organization by threatening to expel people who don't march in total lockstep with his agenda. Um, okay, so I'm I'm reading that, and it sounds like there's some some bitter uh, sentiments there. Um, I, and I just want to say for the record, I'm I'm looking at your logo. Uh, I think it's really well done. I I, I disagree with Brian there. I, I don't know who designed it, but it looks really good to me. I I don't I, I don't know what the the beef is there, but whomever designed hey, can it. I, uh, yeah, can go I ahead. jump in here? Um, Jason, go ahead. The the original person who designed Griffith's logo actually said that it was a nice logo and that he liked it and it was totally fine. Um, but as on this point, um, and I can tie it into what happened at the convention because I was there, um, right. in his farewell speech, he actually verbally attacked the new leadership is not having shown up previously. And like I said before, you know, you don't show up to a Griffiths event unless you're Red Maryland. And it might not be a Red, it might not actually be a Red Maryland event despite the branding. Um, but he's, yeah. he's had, you know, his, his whole shtick up to this point has been they're horrible, they're mean, they're awful. But all the horrible, mean, awful stuff is coming mostly from him. Um, Corey hasn't said much of anything publicly. Uh, they they published a piece or they published a letter saying, you know, we know that the previous leadership has not been effective, has has you know has has a terrible reputation. All of that is true, and you know they're they're not going to be able to fix the organization until they tell people, you know, we are not Brian Griffiths and we will not you know, run you over on our um, way to promote our own stuff. Eric, I'm jump in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to I wanna start with, Brandon, you go first, and then, Eric, you can jump in after Brandon. Just from the standpoint of communication, because I'm wondering what Jason said as far as who's been communicating and what um, I was appointed a few weeks ago. And that's right. I will make sure it's clear that from the NDR point of perspective, uh, there has not um, been any you know, we were focused on one mission, and that's growing the young Republicans in Maryland and increasing the strength of the Republican Party politically in Maryland. And so you can go back over our tweets, our Facebook, our website that's live right now, mdyrs.org. There's nothing negative at all. I can't say that on other websites that are on there, but I just want to make sure that's clear and echo what Jason said. Um, and just one more point before I pass it over to Eric. It's just about, I, you read your point about the paragraph on something about the fundraiser we had. First event we had. And just to have some backstory, you said no one showed up. Um, just make sure that's very clear. That was the same day that of the Hogan picnic. Our event was scheduled first. Uh, Hogan's event was actually, if you remember, rescheduled. Um, right. And so they rescheduled to that same day. It was at 4, it was in the evening. 
That was also the day of that torrential thunderstorm. If anyone was yeah. at the Hogan event like I was, I, was, I, I met you there, I think. I actually saw you there at the Hogan event. It was That's pouring right. down rain. Um, it was a horrible, horrible weather day. Um, we ended up having to cancel that day and reschedule to the next day. Um, and so that why attendance was low. But as far as the tickets are paid for, so, it's, you know, no one showed up because it was a horrible rainstorm. We scheduled the next day. But I'll let Eric talk about the financial part of it. You know, we didn't lose any money. So yeah. I'll let um, Eric, I think he's trying to jump in more. Well, hold on one second. Uh, we have somebody else calling in, and I want to go ahead and patch this person in. Uh, I, I'm patching somebody in with a 612 number. Could you identify yourself? Hey, Ryan, it's uh, Joey Swartz from Millennial Maryland. How are you? Oh, hey, Joey. How are you? Um I'm gonna, I'm gonna, real quick, Joey. I, I want you to jump into this conversation. You've been listening. What, what are your thoughts about the MDYRs? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll cop to uh, not having a lot of experience with the MDYRs as a, as an organization. I certainly know some of the folks that are on the phone. Uh, I know Brandon Cooper uh, a little bit, and, um, uh, but I don't think I'm terribly familiar with most of the other folks on the board. But, um, uh. What I what I did want to do is is maybe ask a couple of other questions uh, unrelated to um, sort of the Griffith thing. I mean, as somebody from the outside looking in, um, you know, it's sort of neither here here nor there to me or to I mean probably a lot of people who are looking. Um, I think maybe our our bigger interest, or at least for people who think think like me, is you know what are the next steps? Where does the organization go? And does it you know become a relevant uh, a relevant uh, auxiliary to help? You know, win elections in, in in the future. So that's what I would say. I, I have a couple questions, I guess, related to that. Um, but uh, I won't. You know, kind of let you decide where you want to sure. go with that. And 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 thanks for the for the call. Uh, for stay on the line. Um, sure, sure. So, do, anybody on the phone call? Do they want to take want to field uh, Joey's question? Oh. <laughs> yeah, hey, okay. I'll take that one. So, all right, uh, go ahead, Eric. All right, so essentially moving forward, like you said, what, what is going to basically what, – what are our next steps outside of all of the, the, the drama llama? And basically the next steps are we're looking for people who can get together with some like-minded uh, Republican or liberty-oriented folks, start a chapter, and uh, start making an impact. Uh, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for people that can, you know, that can commit to, you know, knock on doors once a month. We're looking for people who can go do a phone bank. We're looking for people who can ensure that in 2016 that there are more Republicans elected in Maryland than there are right now. Okay. Uh, Joey, did that answer your question? Sure. Um, I, I, what I, I guess I would ask as sort of a follow-up, um, there one of the things that um, has recently been written about is how the uh, Maryland Democratic Party has been um, has uh, hired a new, I think it was a new executive director or at least somebody who is focused on reaching out to uh, people, especially in the suburbs, that are becoming uh, more independent, uh, less party affiliated. Uh, in some instances, they were described as as uh, becoming, you know, suburbs that were becoming uh, uh, more diverse and within that sort of independent target set. Uh, one of the things that um, that I'm I'm sort of wondering about is, you know, do you have any plans in terms of reaching out to uh, independents versus uh, just pulling together a core of uh, you know, um, people who are decidedly uh, Republican in orientation, like we are, uh, or you know, what what is your what are your sets of plans for that? 
Uh, well, so according to the, the, the charter of the Young Republicans, obviously members have to be Republican. Um, that's kind of part of the name. Now, um, as far as reaching out to essentially independents, um, we have a very diverse ideology on our board as well. Um, there's people like me who define themselves as libertarians. There's, you know, as in contrast, there's Corey, who would be pretty much like a straight conservative all the way down the line. Um, part of what we are, and, and that was picked on purpose, we all have issues that all of us individually care about that we think we'll be able to reach these types of voters. Um, also, one of our strategies, I've been talking with many people about this, and I'm hoping to implement it on the YRs, is we want to get involved in municipal elections. We want to start building from the ground up. So we want to get Republicans into office in cities and then in counties, and then that will flow over into state and federal elections. Hmm. Okay. okay. Um, another, I, I want to bring in this question, and Joey, feel free to stay on the line. Uh, Jason, stay on the line. We're, we're still here. We have until 10 o'clock. Um, you, Eric, you did a financial audit um, that you put out, and I want to expound upon that a little bit. Could you talk about the audit and what the findings are? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I, I've been, like I said, I've been working on an audit for about basically since I had the bank accounts. Um, I gained access to the bank accounts uh, right around uh, June 19th or so is when I was able to get in there. Um, as I was going through the 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 information, um, I realized that it was very incomplete. Um, just the fact that, you know, as an example, I actually had to um, put myself on the bank accounts. Um, I was, and I had to scrounge around to find the information I needed even to be able to get to that point. Um, as I was going through the bank accounts, I, um, there's very limited history. Um, in, in 2014, basically nothing really happened. Um, I guess the significant events that I noted in my audit were um, the 2014 Maryland Young Republican Convention uh, was a large financial loss for the organization. Um, depending on how you account for losses, it lost somewhere between $470 and $584. I'm rounding in case anybody wants to be specific. Um, I also noticed there was an issue um, with the convention notice. Um, there was actually three sponsored lists, three sponsors listed and I was not able to identify any sort of uh, monetary or in-kind donation to the YRs in exchange for sponsorship. Um, my report goes on to identify the, uh, um, some trends with the finances of the YRs. Um, I have a nice little fancy chart in there. Um, because I only had expenditures for um, 16 months of history, I was able to only look at revenue, and revenue is down about 60% overall um, for, in the group in comparison to 2010. Mm -hmm. um, there's also some issues with membership. Um, I found that multiple members of the executive board uh, were not dues-paying members um, throughout multiple years. Um, I guess the most egregious one would be is there's actually a member of the executive board that hasn't paid his dues since 2011. Um, and who is overall, that? Overall, there's... Uh, I'm not going to say the name. Okay. <laughs> but overall, there's there is essentially poor record-keeping, poor management of the organization. Um, at, at, at one year, not a single member of the executive board had paid their dues to the state organization. Um, it, it's just a complete, it was, it was a, it, you know, as a, as, a, as a fiscal conservative, to me this is something that should come naturally to everybody. Anybody who identifies as a Republican should be able to account for things like this, you know, like paying your bills on time. And a lot of that hasn't been done. Um, 
as a result of this audit, I've actually found a uh, an independent auditor, somebody that is. No, uh, he is. I don't know. He is a. Get on. Um, this uh, this guy, he's he's he is a Republican. He's a conservative, um, but he is not in any sort of state uh, party. He's not in any sort of Republican club. Um, I'm going to have him go through and verify our results. But overall, the financial audit was not. Uh, you know, it, it shows that we have a lot of work to do, even just right. from the basics of keeping good records. Okay, so we've had some we had some ups and downs with the the Maryland Young Republicans and. And in full disclosure, I mean, I'm a Republican, and I have not been involved with a uh, the Maryland Young Republicans. And now that uh, there is a a new resurgence uh, in this state, and and this is not a diss against Brian, I'm just saying that I, I, being that I'm personal friends with each of you, um, I feel more compelled to to jump in and become involved with the organization. Um, nonetheless, I, I think that there's anytime there's a transition, uh, or in most cases. Um, there's some there's some growing, and I think that I see there's some growing. But here's here's what I'm I'm hearing from people in the state of Maryland as they watch. Um, I, I guess I could use the word bickering because they see it from they see a lot of from from one side and they see some from the other, and they just want to come together and say let's solve this, let's make this work, let's make this organization. Operational, and I know that you guys are doing that, but less less bickering and and more focused on putting together whatever uh, hurt feelings there may be and move forward mm-hmm. for the sake of the organization. Um, so, I, I do you see a consensus or do you see reconciliation uh, with the past? Uh, I guess the the past chairman. Uh, and the, the current board now. And please, anybody can jump in and answer this question. Can I take this one? Is that you, Jason? Jason, yeah. Okay, um, go ahead. I, I feel obligated to point out that one of the people who had not paid their dues over the course of at least mm-hmm. the last year, judging from the information that was released, was Griffiths himself, was the previous chairman. Not only that, but the three groups that... Um, uh, Eric mentioned the uh, that that were on the uh, sponsorship list but did not appear to have actually done anything to get their sponsorship were um, Griffiths Media Outlet Red Maryland, um, the co-founder of Red Maryland's uh, Greg Klein's law firm, and then someone who has some affiliation with Red Maryland, uh, but I'm not sure to what extent. Um, <laughs> A uh, photography uh, uh, company. Um, okay. So the. So I don't yeah. think it's. I don't think it's. It's. It's a. It, it, there is any chance of reconciliation because these people they didn't pay their dues. They dealt out favors to their friends. Um, they didn't. They didn't do anything for the party. They did stuff for themselves. Um, Corey hey, actually uh, went can out. Can I ask a question, Ryan? I mean, is it, does it matter for the future of? Does it matter for the future of our of our party whether there's actually reconciliation? Though I mean, and, and I'm not trying to. I'm, not trying I'm sorry, to who is this? Out, sorry, it's Joey. Hello. Yeah, I, I apologize for that. I, I'm just saying, as far as reconciliation goes, like, oh. do we do we have to have reconciliation if we go forward? It may be a very well taken point, right? To, that that there may be no reconciliation, and ultimately, you know, that's water under the bridge. So so you know, I guess one thing that I would 
you know, there is one thing that I would want to know, that the only thing that I want to know coming out of, you know, as somebody from the outside, you know, kind of watching this and deciding whether I'm, you know, going to volunteer my time or anything, is, you know, there's only one, you know, kind of thing that was that was uh, brought up in the in one of the Griffiths articles that I, I want to know about. And it's one of those things that it's, you know, sort of vague language, and somebody made it look awfully crazy, um, but it might not be. It might be mean something totally different. So my question would be less about whether it could be a reconciliation and a question of, okay, um, there was proposed language. I don't know if it passed or not, and I, I apologize for my ignorance, but uh, the two-thirds vote at the meeting uh, to expel an officer or any act of conduct deemed uh, unfriendly or hostile to the best interest of the organization. Can somebody comment on on that to me? I'm just trying to understand kind of what the impetus is behind that and what the yeah I can uh, I can is. actually comment on that. Um, they are my understanding is they are looking partially as a result of him not paying his dues and is actively sabotaging the organization to remove Griffiths because right now, as part of his reputation, as part of his op, as as part of his method of operation, he's he's damaging the group and making it harder for them to. To get Republicans elected, which is his, which is well, he's been uh, doing you know, I, day one. Um, I, the, the current, let's just. The I, I just want to. I just. Me, I just want to clarify that, Jason. This is your. I mean, this is your opinion. This is not the opinion yeah. of James Montgomery County. So I, I, I. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Can the board? Can the board on that at all? Yeah, please. Um, can I go ahead and um, say something to that? The reason that was put out was because. There was an email sent to the entire board from someone on the exec on the entire I, I don't know what you would call this person's exact role is, but he they were very insensitive and hurt a bunch of they hurt um they basically hurt feeling they hurt people's feelings on the board and it was very insensitive and it shouldn't have been brought up in that context. Instead of calling someone or face to face, it should never have been done over an email. And then to get on a meet on our meeting and to keep bringing it up um, was just absurd. And it, it it the fighting is getting old. I agree mm-hmm. with Joey, and it should be water under the bridge. And we should. I don't think there's going to be any reconcile whatever or you know getting along. But as far as I'm concerned, I think we just need to move forward, and everybody needs to. Keep to their own sides and be yeah. quiet and just work to throw the party. And, and, and I see work. that, and I want to bring to a final point. We have about 90 seconds left. I've seen a lot of, uh, I've seen plenty of Facebook activity. I've seen plenty of Twitter activity, and I see uh, a, a very new resurgence of the Maryland Young Republicans. Corey's out uh, tonight doing his thing and, and starting up chapters, and you guys are out and about, and that's important because. Uh, you know, showing up is just half the battle and making this thing happen. So I think that you guys are off to uh, on the right footing. Um, I think that that people in the state of Maryland, uh, we, we want to continue on the path of electing people that are going to represent our values. And part of that formula is uh, the Maryland Young Republicans. And I'm very proud of you guys. I'm, I'm very proud that uh, you guys have... Uh, take an interest and want to see this organization succeed. And I really appreciate the callers and the inter, uh, interacting tonight in this conversation. So um, 
with that, I want to thank each of you. Kristen, thank you so much. I think you're doing a great job. Nicole, you guys thank are doing you. a tremendous job. Eric, thank you so much for your diligence and your report. And Brandon, um, you are a fantastic communicator, and I know that you guys will do great things. Um, Joey and Jason, thank you so much for calling in. Um, and with that, we'll we'll wrap up the show. My name is Ryan Miner. This is Change Montgomery County Radio Network, and you are listening to another episode of A Minor Detail. Thank you, and have a great night. Thank you.